considered speaking to them about what it is you're trying to do prior to going? So, so can I explain something to you, bro? Yeah. I went to CVS out here the other day to get a vaccine. I came outside and smelled like a smoke in the, in, the, in, the, in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? While I was getting a vaccine. Yeah. I'm not trying to fuck around out here, bro. Like, I'm not saying out loud how much money I'm taking up. That's, That's why I'm, I'm writing down. I'm not the, talking no, about I'm, speaking to somebody like that. I'm saying, no, I, hey, can I speak to a manager in an office somewhere? Have you ever considered I, 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 doing I'm something a, like I'm gonna consider it now that y'all okay. fucking drew guns on me. Yeah. I was trying to take money out. But up to the, up to this point, every Bank of America I ever gone to in my entire fucking life just never happened. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so, so y'all explaining y'all perspective, right? Y'all yeah. the ones with guns and vests. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What's what's my perspective? What's my perspective? I know you at the at the, at the at the bank. She never said it was a fucking problem, bro. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I said, hey, is that gonna be okay with you? She said, yeah. I put my own car in, put my own pin in. She asked to see my ID. I gave it to her. Yeah. And she goes in the back, and I'm waiting for the, for, for the, and then the people keep coming out. Hey, they taking care of you. They taking care of you. Everything, yeah. you know, they, they, you know this is taking a little while. Next thing I, I hear, fucking God. State his views on police brutality with that line in the song, quote, and we hate the popo, want to kill us in the street, for show. Ah, oh, please. Ugh, I don't like it. It's the Mally Bros Podcast. S3. Yeah. Ninety-one weeks consistent, baby. Happy Friday. We ready to turn up with you. We got a lot to talk about today. Let's go. Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga, still nigga, still nigga. I like that second one. Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga, still nigga, still nigga, OJ like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. Okay. Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 91. It's the Dennis Rodman episode. Terrell, what you got? Russell Wilson episode. Come on, man. <laughs> we get I don't give a damn what that number is. <laughs> we gonna get to that. Uh, season three, we 91 weeks consistent. Shout yep. out to everybody who's been locked in for season one and season two. Yep. We back. Um, and if you did listen to the audio version of the podcast, then you heard the clip that we put in the beginning, which was Ryan Coogler. It's going to be the first topic that we start with today. Yep. Uh, Troy, you want to go ahead and... Oh, uh, yeah. So Ryan Coogler went into a Bank of America, um, I want to say this past, earlier in, either earlier in the week, I want to say Sunday or Monday, and they called the cops on him. Long story short, he was trying to make a, per he was trying to make a withdrawal of $12,000, and um, 
he wrote it down. He, they gave him a withdrawal slip, mm-hmm. and he wrote on the back of it, I want you to count this in the back because I want to be discreet. And she, the shorty called the cops on him. And if you don't know who Ryan Coogler is, he is the um, – a lot of people were introduced to his work with Fruitvale Station, which mm-hmm. he did with Michael B. Jordan. He then did Creed with Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. and then he then did – Creed 2. He, he was a producer on Creed 2. Oh, he didn't do Creed 2. Because he was – Directing Black Panther with Michael B. Jordan and uh, Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. R.I.P. And so he's one of our he's one of our one of our guys. Yep. If you ask about black directors today, outside of Ava and a couple others, mm-hmm. that man, that guy. And the reason why we put that in the beginning and wanted to talk about this first is because of I would tell them it's a relatively small story. You don't see it everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. And I felt like it would have been a bigger story had things gone in a different direction. And to me, this is what this is a, a prime example of being black in America. The reason why we played that clip first and then we started with story of OJ is because this is an example of that. This is the man that made Black Panther. Right. He should be cool in any place that he steps in the world for real, for real, right. for what he made. But... Y'all see when the officers walk in, they don't see that he made Black Panther. They don't see where he's from. They don't yep. see anything but the fact that, you know what I'm saying, that he fits the description. Right. And then I, the worst part about it was the fact that they came in there and just drew down. Yeah. Dude came in and said, put your hands behind your back, pulled his gun out, wrapped yeah. it. Crazy. And if you've seen that video, uh, Ryan Coogler was like, whoa, what, what happened? And they were like, hands behind your back. He was like, okay, hands behind my back. Right. And then they took him outside. Then they had that conversation. Mm-hmm. But that shit was crazy. And then, well, I'll let you go ahead because you got... Not a whole... Not... I don't have a lot. All I was just saying is I don't think people understand the, the level of seriousness of the situation that he was in. And I think a lot of people do. But I think y'all got y'all to really understand that one wrong move. Imagine he always think... Imagine he had his phone in his hand or his wallet or was reaching for anything. Right. Like, do y'all know how dangerous of a situation that it is? Anybody black. You walk mm-hmm. into a bank, preferably black men, because, of course, we look more dangerous. Mm-hmm. You walk into a bank and they call the cops and say, yo, we got a dude in here that is trying to rob this joint. Bro, that's dangerous as fuck for your life, period. It is. You can easily get somebody killed that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? They arrested yep. him. I think his baby, he, I think he kept saying my, my baby's nurse or somebody's, or like his whole camp ended up getting detained. Detained, yeah. Yeah, and that's nuts. And then, Nuts to be put through that. Right. And to me, like I said, had he reached for the wrong thing, we could have lost one of our greats. Right, by accident. Because by y'all, some bullshit. Because y'all did this shit. And this is my thing. Um, there's a lot of talk about if there's racism involved, if it's not racist, because the girl that called the cops on him was black. Right. Right. Her branch, the branch manager was black. The cops that showed up were, were black cops. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I just think it's like y'all always trying to, I mean, I'm just going to call it spade a spade. It's a lot of white folks out there that's trying to say, there's no racism here. But it's like, this is, this goes to show how we view ourselves. You know what I'm saying? It goes to how we view ourselves. And my question would be, there still is some form of, there still is privilege there because if Ryan Clu- if that was Steven Spielberg. It's systemic racism. Think about it. Same level, same tier director, right? Matt Reeves. 
Mm-hmm. Let's say Matt Reeves, shout out to Matt Reeves, just did Batman. Um, we gonna get into that, right? Let's say Matt Reeves walks into a bank, tells the bank teller, "I want to take out twelve thousand dollars." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he writes on a piece of paper, whatever. They te- the late the same lady calls the cops and says, "Um, I think somebody trying to rob this joint." And right. if you did, you listen to the uh, the nine one one phone call? I actually didn't. Didn't even know that was out there. Damn. It wasn't even, like, stressful. The dispatcher even made it seem like, okay, we're going to send some folks. But it don't really sound like he's... Because he gave her... He put in his pen. He fucking... He did everything. Gave her his ID, which she admitted she didn't look at. The chick on the phone. The bank teller. She didn't even look at his ID. She just never looked at it. She just instantly thought he was stealing. But, um... Like I was saying, if Matt Reeves did that, are the cops going to show up and draw guns? Yeah, or they gonna have that conversation. It doesn't matter what the, what color the cops are to me because this is the system that was created. It's a system created that we live in. Yeah. So it's easy to say, oh, there's no racism because the cops are like, nah, this is the system that y'all helped create. That's why we have this existing problem. Because, like I said, if Matt Reeves was in there, cops not going in ready to shoot. Cops not going in there ready to shoot because people are trying to say the cops are just doing their job. Going in the bank and pulling a gun on this man? But look, people are also saying, what that. if they thought that he was robbing a bank? That's why I said it's such a threat, because they're going to come in like that. If somebody say that you robbing a bank. All right, cool. They say, he, let's say. I do think that they would chill out when they walked in and seen somebody like Matt Reeves versus seeing. Let's say he was robbing the bank. Let's say, let's say Ryan Coogler's rich ass is in there really with a, really in there robbing the bank. Like for real. Right. We've seen, we've seen mass murderers that shot up schools get taken out of handcuffs. But they we've go- seen people that were wielding weapons that have killed people taken in a cop car and then took the Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, the, oh, well, what if he really was about robbing the bank? To me, that still doesn't, like, yeah. well, y'all can kill this man if he didn't put his hand behind his back? Right. I don't know, bro. I think the biggest takeaway from it is the fact that he survived a situation that could have been very unfortunate, and it was nothing that he did wrong. I could see y'all if he went in there and said, give me all the money. He's like, nah, I'm just playing. You know what I'm saying? Like some crazy shit that made him be like, oh, shit, I accidentally hit the button. Right. You know, like, I don't know. But I do think this, this could have been very bad. And me and Terrell wanted to bring light to it because this is somebody that we look up to and have looked up and to love. since he was in, in school. Like, right. That, to me, was very dangerous, and it sheds light on the fact that you can go and make Black Panther, but you still got to move out here a specific way. You know, mm-hmm. That's why we take so much pride in who we are and where we come from because we know that success doesn't eliminate us from that reality. For sure. And so. that's why the story of OJ is so important. Mm-hmm. To that because it don't matter if you rich or poor. And this is an example of how money don't change the shit that you could go through. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even dealing with your own people. Right. Yeah. Because we're not absolving Shorty from behind the, 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 uh, the glass that called the cops on this man. Do you realize what you could have done? You almost killed him. He said he wanted everybody's name. He said, I want everybody's name because... Oh, he got everybody. He got yeah. the bank teller's names. He got... Um, the all the officers, come on, bro. And I got enough money to sue this fucking brand, this whole company, Bank of America. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I don't know if you seen when he was like, "Take out your phone, Google my name, and I guarantee that you will know who I am." He was like, "I guarantee you, will, you will 
you would take these cuffs off me if you Google, if you just run my name. He said, look on my hip. It's my ID badge. Got my name, all my information on it. He said, put that in Google and you will take these cuffs off me. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you, you look imagine? up and see Ryan Cooler? This nigga directed Black Panther. Get my key. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. No black ass cops know y'all was in the theater. <laughs> Fuck was you doing in there? <laughs> T'Challa. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stupid as fuck. But like uh, I was saying, I mean, and, and like Terrence said, the most important shit is being black in film school. And shout out, we got a couple of listeners that are in Full Sail University in their first year, man. second year, Turn right? We now. walked them hallways. We walked that streets. We rode them bikes. Man. We were talking them, about that. Yeah, we're going to get there. But um, as as two black students that didn't have, and Terrence said when, when, when people do this, but no, go ahead, that you got didn't it. have many young, talented black faces to look at, we saw we saw Ryan Coogler from a young age. Oh, before, Terrell, you want honey? Before he was even thought of to do Black Panther. Yeah. So that's why just the thought of somebody of him potentially losing his life. Oh, that shit was that you damn right. I'm a quote unquote they, what people say overreact. You damn right. I'm a overreact because if something happened to him, yeah, like yo, we don't play about him. That's what I'm saying. We're yeah. not playing about him. He's not only important because of the stuff that he's done. He's also important to me to black children's future as an entertainer. One hundred percent. He's important for what we need next. Right. For when if we doing a movie and Ryan Coogler comes on set, that's wisdom on your set. That's right. nah, don't do that. Cause right. on Black Panther I did this. On right. Creed I did this. We need that. And you see what he's done for a little kid. You see what he did for little kids with the authenticity behind creating a black superhero yeah, on that like, level. Like yeah, we had Blade. Yeah, we had Robert Townsend, Media Man, but. The Black Panther was like, all right, bet. And they gave him the, the torch. He did it right. We know he's, we trust him with the, 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 the film work to come. One of the he's only. He's way too important. He is one of the only real black filmmakers that we got that I don't feel like is doing no fuckboy shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Him, Ava. It's a couple. It's a couple. But I just feel like him. But yeah, we care about him. Sure. Shout out Ryan Coogler, man. We supporting the vision and still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Still riding for him. Thank God he's safe. Yep. For sure. All right. Now, y'all see what I got on if you're watching the visual podcast. If not, shout out to you listening everywhere. But um, I got on my Broncos gear because we had a hell of a we had a hell of a, a Tuesday. We did. I, I mean, a hell of a Wednesday, I'll say. Um, Let me announce. Russell Wilson is traded to the Broncos for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, yeah. and two first-round picks <laughs> and two second-round picks. Come on, man. Fuck them picks. Y'all lost both y'all. Y'all lost a second round. I mean, I'm sorry, a first round pick and a second round pick in this draft, and the same for next year, 2023. But you get Papa Russ. I know y'all have heard Terrell talk so much about Papa Russ. Just period. When <laughs> I've I re- watched this man love Russell Wilson for so long, bro, was crazy all season. You were saying, look at that leadership, bro. You see, if we had that leadership, remember that's yes! crazy. Yes! That's crazy. But bottom been, line, I've been saying this. Let me give a timeline real quick. First, y'all didn't get Aaron Rodgers. What was going through your mind right there? Heartbroke. I was, I was crushed. <laughs> I was thinking, damn, our season next year is fucked. And the reason why I was thinking that is because we threw the table at Aaron Rodgers. Y'all not Broncos fans, but if you are a Broncos fan, um, you know we just hired uh, Nathaniel Hackett, mm-hmm. Green Bay's offensive coordinator. We hired a tight end coach. As our offensive coordinator, we got 
Um, I think, well, I don't know if it's our DB's coach or our, our special team. I forget, but he's also out of Green Bay. We just brought over health people from Green Bay. Like, we had hella people from Green Bay trying to sell A-Rod on, hey, it's going to be motherfuckers you know over here. Yeah. And you love Hackett, right? <laughs> Your former offensive coordinator. So when that motherfucker signed with Green Bay for $200 million for four years, which we need to talk about that. We need to talk about A-Rod, too, because... Okay. All that crying you did about not being happy with the organization, whatever, it was all about money. Why you didn't just say that? Anyway, um, we thought we was going to get him. And so when he signed, we was thinking, damn. Because word on the road was, Russ was, Pete Carroll said, fuck what y'all talking about. Russ is staying over Russ here. Is staying. And I thought Russ was going to stay in Seattle too. I don't know why I thought, I, don't, I was completely blindsided that Broncos ended up with Russ. Can't, I'm still sick about that. Y'all have no idea in Washington, we were, we were talking Russell Wilson for two weeks. And mm -hmm. Washington Twitter, nothing but Russell Wilson talk. Then next thing you know, he came out and said he didn't want to come to us. Two days later, he's with y'all. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And y'all put up, they said, the, the most competitive, lucrative deal for him. And I just feel, I personally think, me, myself, I don't think Russ wanted to come play with us. People think that, it, that the Seahawks wanted to put him out, out of the division. They wanted to trade him out of, out of the NFC. I personally think that if Russ wanted to come to D.C., he would be in D.C. I feel like he looked at our organization, what we got going on, and they actually did say that Denver was his choice. Like, he didn't just mm -hmm. say, take the best deal. He said, yo, I want to go to Denver. So We got so many pieces, bro. Are he you going to miss the last piece we needed. Are you going to miss uh, Locke or Fant or Harris? I will 100% miss Shelby Harris. D, D tackle. Fant. Y'all just got that man. Fant. Your fat ass disappeared all during right, the year. All right, all right. You don't got to disrespect him. What if he His was fat a, ass what disappeared. What if he's a uh, If you listen to the podcast, that's dope. <laughs> but your but, fat ass disappears throughout the year. He got hurt. He came back and it was like, what the fuck? I, my boy Albert O is cool. That's why, we, that's why I don't care. Seahawks fans, enjoy a lot. <laughs> he likes Jeezy. So that's the only good thing about him. He likes Jeezy. He listened to TM 101. Yep. On that same day across the way, literally on the other side of the country, we... No, let me say. All right. I'm sitting here in my bed. I was having a late morning. And um, I get a notification that it said Eagles are preparing a deal for Carson Wentz. Eagles? Shit. Oh, my bad. Colts are preparing a deal for... Carson Wentz trade to dot dot dot. You know how the little the bar come down, mm -hmm. the ESPN app. Do no do do no no. Yeah. I take that joint. I said they done sent him to the Texans. Oh, they done sent him to the whoever. I saw Washington. They put the <laughs> W next to him. I said, oh uh. hell no. <laughs> Me just like a lot of Washington fans, probably y'all phones probably just blew up. My phone just nothing but just messages like. What you think about Wentz? What you think about Wentz? And I'm like, fuck him. I don't fuck with him at all. I'm not even thinking about us picking him up at all. I had two messages that said, what you think about Wentz? And I'm like, damn, what happened to him? That's when you called me. And right when you called me, I got my own notification that said, Washington commander is trading for <laughs> or picking up Carson Wentz. Y'all have no idea, man. I am, I'm going to keep it 100. I have not liked Carson Wentz for a long time, y'all. He was a Philadelphia Eagle back when the Eagles was legit. I'm not going to knock the man's game. I think that there's potential with him. However, I can't. It's almost like if you weren't a fan of 
Like, Trey, it's almost like not, well, I don't know. I'm not a fan of him, and I don't pick this game apart. Like, I feel like I know, I know parts of his game that I used to talk shit about yeah. that I still don't like. So I had to really tuck the fact that I just haven't been a big fan of his, and I had to tell myself that this is an upgrade for the Washington franchise. This is this is we didn't really lose too much. We lost two thirds, but we did pick up his heavy ass twenty eight million dollar contract. Uh huh. It cut our cap space in half, I believe. Um, y'all just picked up some more cap space for letting uh Landon go. And they said that we ended up. Ha- and they said that it, went, it made sense that we let Landon go after signing him. Mm-hmm. All I'm gonna say is this, y'all. I'm just hoping Carson Wentz can improve and not be who we've seen. Because let me tell y'all, he's been a bum ass nigga. I'm not hoping that. Eagles fans, he was a bum-ass nigga when he played for y'all. I'm sorry, and I knew it. Y'all was just winning games. I swear on everything, when the Eagles won that Super Bowl, it was because of Nick Foles. I kept telling y'all that year. I remember that year saying, Wentz is going to blow it. I remember I was saying, Wentz is trash. I've been talking shit about Wentz for so long, bro. He's a commander now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We are Commanders. Commanders. And you know what? I'm not really too upset with this, y'all. My team's still in good shape. We about to go get somebody dope in the draft. Uh, and y'all know me, man. I'm a cry in the beginning, but I'm a ride because that's my squad. If he putting on burgundy and gold, he know I'm with. I'm with him. So, I guess I'm gonna be rooting for Wentz this year. He can be the best Wentz that y'all ever seen. I still think Taylor Heineke is gonna compete for that starting job. I like to have Taylor Heineke there in case Wentz is on some bullshit. Taylor, come and just try to do what you did, you know, these last two couple years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. Yeah. Somebody might deal for him, though. For, for Heineke? For Heineke, yeah. But I don't think he's on the trade block, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't think they're, they're, they're trying to get rid of him. But, dog, I was saying, imagine that motherfucker in Cleveland. Or in talking fucking, about Heineke. Yeah, or put Heineke mm-hmm. in, in, in uh, Houston. <laughs> He'd do yeah, all right. He'd do all right somewhere out there. For the Wentz fans, if anybody who's a fan of Wentz, my biggest worry is the fact that he's injury prone. Another thing that I'm worried about is the fact that he'll just throw that bitch up and say, fuck it. He has a huge arm, but like, let's not act like it's a Pat Mahomes arm where it's mm-hmm. strong and accurate and, and miraculously going to put it in yep. the right spot. Carson Wentz has a, a weird track record, and I'm going to let you know, coming to Washington has never really been the ideal place for people who want to turn their career around. Because it's tough just, as fuck out there. It's just already it's trying to turn the whole franchise around. Hopefully, I do something with that damn stadium. So we got ACL breaking turf. We got seats that are falling out of the bleachers almost on you. Right. You know what I'm Sewage. We fucking up the away fans on purpose. We under there with screwdrivers unscrewing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> hey, yeah. I will tell you this, though. My Broncos are going to. I, if people are like, what do you think y'all going to do next year? I'm calling it 12 and 4, Super Bowl. Big Bowl. Big Bowl, he's calling. We're going to go to the Super Bowl and we look, let me just tell you. We're going to go to the Super Bowl and we may lose that game. And then the, the following year, we're going to go back and we're going to win. Come on, bro. I've seen this a million times. How I felt when we got Russ is exactly how I felt when we got Peyton. And I said, oh, we about to win the Super Bowl. And people was like, look, I don't know. Ridiculous. Watch how the pieces start falling in place. Oh, they got who? They got a solid-ass top-five defense last year, or top ten, well, top eight. Top eight defense last year. Solid running back. Look, two running backs over 800 yards apiece. Mm-hmm. Beast-ass receiving core. Hopefully. Solid, solid O-line. And we still got seven picks this year. Come on, This bro. man, Terrell. They We're had going to shit. the motherfucking Super Bowl. 
They had a shit team. Jay Cutler, Jake Plummer, all these Jake other bum ass niggas. And then they get Peyton Manning. Jake Plummer was not season, Went to the Super Bowl. Got their ass bust. Went back. Won. Look, y'all. They done had some shit QBs. Now they got Russ. Do y'all know that we've had a shit quarterback the whole time? I told you the best quarterback that we had, our last franchise quarterback, was Joe Theismann. That was 40 years ago. 40 years. <laughs> Niggas are dead. <laughs> Niggas have died. Lived. I was one, then I lived to 38 and died. Never saw anything positive from the skins. Damn, no bullshit. Died with a, with a name change. I'm like, come on, y'all. We need something. Look, Wentz. Commanders. Yeah, for that to be y'all first move Getting as ready commanders. Getting to move out the VA. What are we doing with the franchise? For that to be, be y'all first fan. move I would never as the commanders. Now look, y'all first move was look Deshaun and Deshaun Watson. Fuck it, controversy. We thrive on that. We got our own controversy. Right. Come on, Deshaun. Come on, Deshaun. Go out there and win. That would have been like, all right, this motherfucker's football IQ was still through the roof, even though he liked them masseuse. We'll see, man. Shout out to the uh, Broncos for getting Russ. 100. And Super pray Bowl. for us. Pray for Washington fans. I, I, you know what I will We're say? trying to make the best of it. What I will say is I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think, I think if y'all put some, some solid pieces on the line, mm-hmm. then he'll be all right. Because it wasn't just Jonathan Taylor and somebody was throwing Michael Pittman Jr. the ball. Honestly, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm so excited for next season, though. Couldn't, couldn't be more excited. But um, speaking of the NFL, did you want to touch on the, the – before we move out of it, you want to touch on the, the Calvin Ridley yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. He bet $1,500 on a Falcons game that he was either playing or not playing in, but it was his own team. He did a $1,500 parlay. And they said it was a Falcons game. Yeah. Wow. It was a Falcons game. I'd be pissed if I was a fan. And so, he got suspended for the whole year mm. next year. And people were saying, people were going back and forth about if they thought the the punishment was a little too much over the top, or yeah. if it was if it was just. Yeah, in my opinion, betting on the game and knowing that we were trash, I'd be like, "What were you betting on? You weren't betting on us to win. We were not good last year. So what were you betting on?" Now him being suspended for a whole year amidst other people not being suspended for other other crimes that they might do, I totally understand and sympathize with those people. Like, all right, bet. It's other crimes out here that people do and don't get as much time. However, as a just as if I was a fan, I wouldn't really want him back on our team. Because yeah. it's like, you know, they was talking about Calvin Ridley coming to Washington at one point. The year, it's like, I don't want somebody, because they, they were not good last year. You can't tell me you was betting on y'all to win. Yeah, Cordero Patterson out there doing every fucking thing himself. Yeah. And you know they said they had a deal on the table for him to go to Philly. They were like common Eagles L. That's what y'all but, Eagles uh, fans get. This is what I'll say. The, the NFL P- Players Association has a, a betting and licensing agreement that all of the players signed against yeah. it because they knew when they brought in the DraftKings deal mm-hmm. that there could be a conflict of interest. A fucking billion-dollar business. They're gonna, they thought about everything. And so you really just can't do that. It, it fucks with the integrity of the game. People were talking about, like, shout out to Jay Williams. Love Jay Williams. But he was talking about, like, NFL players get suspended for only six games for domestic assault or domestic abuse, and he gets the whole season. I didn't think they should have got – he should have the whole season to be punished. It makes sense because it's about game integrity, and domestic abuse doesn't necessarily mess with the business. It's a character 
issues. So character issues are treated a little bit different. Yeah. Not to say one is worse than the other. I mean, one is not worse because, of course, domestic abuse is worse than gambling. But one fucks with this business. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's just a business move. So I understand it. I understand the business side of it, too. Uh, things not going to make sense all the time. I do think, damn, bro, they were talking about how you, you made a $1,500 bet and, what, lost $11.1 million. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's what it is. The equated amount will be for this year or so. Uh, Calvin Ridley, bro. Best of luck to you, but I wouldn't want you on my team if you're going to be on, on some betting shit. And I know we ain't good. And you see yeah. they was pulling up plays of that man, and they were trying to say he was going backwards in yards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to kind of curve it to a different um, direction, everybody out here is in the same world. We all traveling and, and, and moving about. Gas prices are kicking all of our asses. Man. Including this guy right here who waited an hour for some gas. And what happened? <laughs> No, let me they just ran tell out of gas at the pump. They said, we don't know what to tell you. No, nah, it wasn't even the <laughs> gas station's fault. That was completely different. I went to the motherfucking Sam's Club. Shout out to Sam's. But Shout out. <laughs> shout out to Sam's. Sam's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Sam's. But, um, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but if you have Costco's or, you know, BJ's or Sam's and they have that gas station, they have member pricing on the gas. So I said, fuck paying $5 and change at... The 7-Eleven Exxon Shelled Sitgo pumps. I'm gonna go over here where the gas was 4.45. Dad told me there's no there's no such thing as Exxon anymore, dude. Exxon is gone. All right, Dad. It's an Exxon right there. Dad. I said it's an Exxon. He said no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? There might be. It's a. This, I don't know. What's hella dashings and shit now? That's what I'm saying. Shout out to everybody that has sheets. Oh my God! Beast gas station. That's like a goat gas station. You can just you be like, y'all want to go to McDonald's? No, nah, we going to Sheets. No, nah, we going to the Sheets. We going to eat out there at the Sheets. Come on, stay on par. On par. But um, but yeah, motherfucking AT and T is just trash because I don't have the Sam's card. I just have everything on my phone, like the the Scan and Go app. Yeah. Because when I lost my wallet a year ago, I lost my Sam's card. I never got another one. But I normally can just sign. You still got a membership? I still have my membership, okay. but I use the Scan the Scan and Go app. You just use the app, yeah. And you could go and scan the QR code and get, get your gas. I waited a fucking hour for that fucking gas. Only to get all the way up there. And people was honking. People was, it was hot. Motherfuckers was getting annoyed. This dude was trying to cut the line of his Corolla. We was like, hell no, nigga. You cannot get in. You need to go around. So when I finally got to the pump after all of that, I had one bar on bullshit ass 5GE. I said, this 5G shit is some bullshit is what it really is. Right. Like, I was so pissed, bro. And <laughs> I basically, I couldn't get in my scan and go out. My, my, mind you, my gas light was on before I rode all the way down there and sat for an hour. Damn. And so, for me to take that, because look, I put the hose in the, my gas pump hole. Damn. Hit the 93 and then was ready to hit the, uh, the QR code and it just goes. But to have to, do you know how disheartening it was to take that pump out, out and put it back and have to ride off with the gas light still on? Bro, they have no gas in this And it's all AT&T's fault for that bullshit-ass 5GE. And that's an AT&T shit show right there. AT&T is terrible down there in that area. But you ended up getting gas, right? Yeah, but you know how your girl just, you know how your girl tell you shit that you should know that don't really help? Like, I called my girl. I was venting about that. And she was like, why? When, you, when they talk shit and they be like, why you didn't just put in the discount, Q, the QR code? Why you didn't just dial in your, your number? You be like, 
Didn't even know that fucking option was a fucking available. Yes. <laughs> she was like, why you didn't just put your, she said, why you just didn't put your Sam's card in your wallet? Straight up though. That's what I was going to ask you Why you didn't put it in your Apple wallet? Oh, your Apple wallet. And nah. I'm like, I said, you can't do that. She said, yeah, on the app, you just go and it says add your wallet. I'm like, okay. It fucking says <laughs> that. I didn't fucking I didn't know, know fucking that. Know that. <laughs> I didn't fucking know that. But anyway, um, I ended up going to the 7-Eleven, which was the closest one, and paid $90 for a full tank. This nigga told me 80. He tried to fluff it for the pot. 89.95 equals 90. <laughs> 7-Eleven got the best in-store whatever because they got 7-Elevens. First of all, you let's, know what I'm saying? Ter- shit gas, but if you go inside, it's a, it's, it's a lit. It's Slurpees. A Slurpees are trash. Yeah. It's time to cut the bullshit. <laughs> Slurpees are trash. If you don't have a reason. All right, we're not doing that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Terrence. I disagree. I didn't I, even I'm know sorry. what I was agreeing to just then. I'm sorry, but it's just, it's time for us to admit. Sure, hold on. Wait, let's stay on gas. Okay. I don't want to curve this towards me or you arguing about that because that is ridiculous. Slurpees are trash. Go ahead, go, ahead. And get, go ahead and get all what you about to get up with it. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say that it's time for us to, to actually, like, we're all adults now. It was cool we was young and then we had free Slurpee day in school or whatever. Or me and you, when we used to cut the grass and dad would take us. Yeah. Damn, that was a vibe. But Slurpees are trash. You know what I think about y'all vegans and motherfuckers that eat good and you, all you eat is seeds and shit? What happens when you have a kid? Because look at what he's saying. Slurpees. You know what it's time for us to get be an adult. But my thing is like, all right, yeah. And maybe you're not saying this. But if I have a son, he's not going to want to drink green tea. You know what I'm saying? If he wants a Slurpee, we are going to go get a Slurpee and I'm going to cheers with him. You know, cheers. No, I'm, I'm not sure. going to say, I'm going to get my son a Slurpee, but you know me, I'm going to go to get me an oat milk. So and so. It's like, come Man, on. I am not trying to be healthy. We have readers now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Why are you trying to shit on the Slurpees then? Because Slurpees are trash. Them joints taste like nothing but ice. I would never hate on a hood classic like Slurpees. Y'all want to talk shit about the McDonald's ice cream machine not working? We not doing this. Anyway, we was talking about gas. I don't know if y'all knew this. All time, uh, gas was at an all-time high in 2019. Believe it or not. This is what people aren't talking about. Gas was at an all-time high in 2019 and yep. went down. Why? Pandemic. Niggas stopped going places. We had a whole pandemic and it was lockdowns. Gas prices started going down. Niggas wasn't driving like that. Believe it or not, they said before the Russia and Ukraine situation, gas prices was already It was already up. inflation, yeah. 100%. Uh, but you know what's a funny fact that I read about the gas prices? Gas price, uh, gas prices now are cheaper now than they were uh, in the 2000s. In 2008, when we was going through the motherfucking we recession. Through that, through that, they said gas prices, uh, they said in today's dollars, Gas prices back then was $5.31. Uh, Damn. In June of 2008. So they said that we're in bad shape, but we've been in a worse position. But they also said we are really headed for worse, they said, too. Not really. So it's, it, it is terrible. And what's crazy, I was reading, I was uh, watching the news, and the lady said um, the gas prices are one thing. But she said, y'all aren't even thinking about retail and grocery. And I was thinking, what she I was thinking, what she's talking about. She was like, these retailers and grocery stores, they have to fill them motherfucking trucks up. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, all of this shit is gonna go back to you. Because now as opposed to like mom, mom called me this morning. My mother called my mother called me this morning and was going off about how much shit costs in the grocery store. 
Yeah, your mother just called you and asked you random shit. She yeah. called and was like, y'all got toilet paper? I was like, yeah. She was like, I just got extra. I just feel like the price going to go up because it was everything so expensive. But they said that being that they got to fill up these trucks to take the food and shit places, mm-hmm. that's just going to end up being in the cost of the clothing that you end up buying anyway. That's just how it happens. So it's just fucking us everywhere. And my question for niggas uh, that are complaining about gas prices, is it really that bad, bro? It is. How much extra are you really paying at the pump? Terrence. Terrell, you pay $80 at the pump. You normally pay $60. No, I pay $90 for a full tank. When, I have, when, I'm, on, when, I'm, when I'm on Gaslight, I pay $65 for a full tank, Terrence. That's a lot more money. Let's just do this, y'all. 90 versus 60 All right, bet. Let's just do this. While we want to sit around, I saw that. Did you see the girl who was on the news and was like, damn, if y'all going to raise gas prices, y'all could at least raise minimum wage. Y'all can raise. I seen it. <laughs> My thing is this. Before we really complain about this, yeah, this is a big issue. But let's really talk about how we are really being impacted. You know how we impacted very, like, it'll be a small impact, but we act like it's huge. Uh-huh. Keep it on it. Most people are spending an extra 20 to 25 to $30 at the pump than they normally would. And it's like, this is ridiculous. Nah, Ter- but for real, for real, <coughs> Terrell, people like Terrell. Now, I'm not speaking for everybody, but are, are you that same person that's like eating out all the time? You still buying little shit? Think about it. Terrell is a motherfucker that always got an order on the way. I got a package. So you don't have a problem spending 20 here, 20 there. But y'all got a problem spending 20 at the tank and acting like we need to raise minimum wage. This some bullshit. Because <laughs> I can't buy my knickknacks. I got to pay for gas. That's basically what y'all saying. That's what it is. It's <laughs> fucking what I ever spend it. Because this is the thing, yeah. too. You see how we talking about full tank? Yeah. It was a hell, it's hella people that said, I don't give a damn what the price is. I got $20 and that's what I'm putting in it. That's what I'm putting. $20 worth. But think about what $20 worth would get you. Let's say $20 give you a half tank. Today, it give you a fourth of a tank. So guess what? You're going to be back, back buying gas Back with another faster. 20. And I had a question for you. Since we talk about impact, gas, this gas shit will impact everything. Because I was thinking, I had wrote down, uh, does gas, is the gas prices impacting dating and how people date? 100. My girl live an hour away from me, hour 15. So when I drive out there, it's an hour 15 minute drive. A lot of gas. Um, let's say you want a dating app, right? Why would you even say that? I wouldn't say shit like that on my pod. Why not? My girl lived right, right beside me. Terrence, I'm just right trying to get me. context for the cast. <laughs> now, think about this, though. Let's say you got a, uh, a dating app. I'm always with my girl. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 100% of the time. <laughs> Let's say you got a dating app. and You, you meet see, a girl that's like... Now, nah, you see a chick that's like five miles away. Mm-hmm. But you also see somebody that's fine, but they live 30 miles away. Today, you might not swipe on that. It depends. Because you thinking, shit, she too far for me. Damn, bro. Think about how tough of a dating situation you, got, you are in if, if you got to do that. Fuck that. <laughs> bro, you know what you should still do, bro? You should still swipe yes on that joint or you should still hit that joint and then see mm. if shorty convo is worth it. And then you say, shit, by the time I get shorty cool, then, you know, gas prices will be down hopefully by then. Mm-hmm. If not, and at least it. you have a reason now. Yeah. Now gas you gotta- <laughs> price is ridiculous. I'm telling you, think about it. This she shit might be understanding. This shit is affecting all relationships. It is. Your cousin need a ride to work. Look, how far away you work? About 30 minutes. Damn, I got to ride and pick you up. Then look, hey, bro, we having a party out. Green belt. 
You can be riding like, around. I got to drive out there. Me, look, went to the gym, left my headphones, drove back home and back. Foolish. Bullshit like that. Terrence had, and you had the wire, you should have just thugged it out. Now nah. you're too good for wire headphones, but you did it your whole life growing Y'all up. Y'all know, real people that's in the gym know that if you forget your headphones and use the wire ones, yeah, you can do that. But like, to me, it's, it's worth going back and getting your, your real headphones so you had a legit workout. Just to kind of, um, <laughs> this gas situation definitely reminded me of when me and Terrell was in college. And I didn't want to talk about it for a long time, nah, but sure. me and Terrell rode bikes through most of college. Shout out to the people that's in Full Sail right now. We went to Full Sail University. It's a film school in Florida. And we rode bikes for all two years that we were there. Yep. Um, Do you remember your bike? And I was going to tell you, just kind of go back down the, down the way. I bought my bike at the Walmart. And remember, my first bike was one thing, but my second bike was the Beast. Uh-huh. The white and black joint? The white and black joint. It was called an Avalon. I love that bike. Damn, was, you remember the name of yours? Bro, I still have a picture of that joint in my in my computer. Like, I love that joint like it's my old car. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, look at the wheels on that joint I had on that joint, though. That joint had the pinstripe. Do you remember when I bought that speed bike and had to take it back? I feel like I did. You only had it for a little while, yeah. I ended up, one of the tires ended up going flat. Yeah, I remember that. But that joint was fast as fuck. It was one of them little fitness type joints. Uh, One thing I did want to say is me and Terrell lived on a third floor mm-hmm. in... The first apartment we went to uh, with them bikes. And I don't think y'all understand that. We, re- we lived a mile away from school, and we had to ride a bike one mile to the school. We, we-, we went through a maybe... A mile up and a mile back, yeah. What, three or four different crosswalks? Or not crosswalks. Four or five different crosswalks. And they was legit, y'all. This is Florida, like Orlando, Florida. So it's almost like real crosswalk shit. Not like this shit that, that is... Or wherever y'all might see it. Like, this is like big, long... It's like Pause. eight lanes. Right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's eight lanes. <laughs> Look. <laughs> it's eight lanes, it seems like, on a crosswalk. Um, and we literally had to ride a mile to school, but when we came home, we lived on the third floor. So you had to carry your bike up. Terrell, I counted the steps. Uh, 40 steps. 40 steps up. 40, 40 steps, steps down. up. Yeah. 40 steps up and 40 steps down. That's what I'm going to ask you, too. Do you remember grocery shopping with the bikes? Yes. And then you put oh your bags God. on the handlebars and you just riding with the Winn-Dixie bags? Yeah. Damn. That motherfucking Winn-Dixie? That Winn-Dixie. Let me tell you, we have to go back down there, bro. Yeah, we do. We got to go back down there just to be We okay. do. We do. This is another thing I was going to tell you. If you ever wanted to like be kind of like clean for school or like you, you might have had a, I don't know, you might have wanted to look decent. Everything went down the drain when you realized that you had to get on your bike and you hike your leg over and you got your seat behind you and you do one yeah. of these numbers. <laughs> You're like, I look ridiculous as hell. Clean as fuck on this bike. Uh-huh. And then look, it was a hot-ass Florida, so you might sweat through your shirt a little bit. Don't let you not put on no deodorant. Right. We had to start carrying deodorant in our bag. Right, because why are you working to get to school? You 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 doing right. one of these to get to school. You Flintstone in it, basically. And then look, what's the one thing about Florida that it do every day? Rain. Motherfucking rain. Rain for at least oh five minutes in God. Florida every day. Riding in that motherfucking rain. <laughs> yup. And look, think about it. You can't be late to class. You can't. Class is at what time when it's raining? I, I, I know it takes <laughs> this amount of time to get there. I got to leave. This is another thing I was going to say. We weren't paying for gas. So we were saving money in that regard, but we was missing events. 
That's we true. was not showing up to Par- certain parties, certain parties and stuff like that. And then last but not least, uh, dating on the bike was ridiculous. Y'all don't know. I bagged this joint in a McDonald's drive through on my bike. Uh-huh. I wish that she was listening to this. Shout out to her because honestly, <laughs> that was what that's one of my that's one of my my legit stories from like college. Bagged this joint in the drive through McDonald's drive through on my Avalon bike. Uh Remember, I used to talk to that other joint. I remember. And I remember I bagged her on my bike. You bagged her in the McDonald's. Let me just tell you, she was bad as shit. We're not going to say no names. Terrell, keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. She was bad as shit, the baddest joint that was out there. You know what I'm talking about. I know. Ass was fat. <laughs> baddest joint out there, and I end up bagging that joint. We seen it at the, remember we seen it at the orientation first day? Son, yes. And I said, you know what? It was that one joint. And look, you see how I made that happen? Uh-huh. You see how I've been doing this in front of you for uh-huh. years? So universe been working for you for a long time. I'm telling Ter- uh, Terrell, no. Look, when I want something, I go get it. When I, whatever <laughs> I want, I get. Whatever I want, I get. Talk to me nice. Hey. Um, but you bagged her, and I remember you bagged her in the McDonald's. Y'all was waiting to order, mm-hmm. and uh, oh my God, that was back when McDonald's was just perfect. It man. was that McDonald's we lived by was perfect. Let me tell you, like I know it's like Ocho versus Science. Like we love, you know, you know the love hate relationship that the world has with McDonald's. Me and Terrence ate a toxic amount of McDonald's mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. because it was one on motherfucking campus. Oh, you talking about college? My bad. You said you said high school, college. I meant yeah. to say college. I meant to say college. But it was one on campus. It was that. Do you remember the motherfucking? What was the express drink that we used to eat at the, the 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 Chinese food place? Was it, was it called the China Express or the China King? The China King. The China King. We went down there and asked y'all got mumbo sauce. She was like, "You from DC? From DC?" We was like, <laughs> "But yo, the McDonald's. He's not lying. For the people that go to Full Sail right now, I don't know if their reputa- reputation is the same. Uh-huh. I fuck those two words up daily." What? Reputation and representation. I fuck it up. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if they still got their wits, but when me and Terrell went there, it was fresh food every single time. Every day. You never got, like, the nuggets would be so hot that you had to sit and let them joints cool off. Yeah, before you could eat. Before you can eat them joints. Yes. A gray A McDonald's on campus. Man, let me tell you. Well, and if anybody's thinking about going to film school, it's a, it's a, it's a big price. But Full Sail is one of the most coveted film schools in the nation in terms of, like, the, the hands-on experience you get. If you go to NYU, of course, like, the, um, the film theory is going to be stronger in terms of, like, learning about film. But Full Sail is the number one school for giving you hands-on experience. Anybody want to go? DM me before you yeah, take that motherfucking bill on. Because it's certain shit that they don't tell you in that motherfucking presentation. Right. Um, but, yeah. Dope, man. Dope, man. I can't Last, wait to go back. Lastly, do you remember going in? And I know I'm... No, no, no. You good. I don't give a damn. <laughs> getting McDonald's and, look, taking it home or getting Chick-fil-A and taking it home. You had yep. to crinkle your bag up and put it in your book bag. Put your drink on your... That shit had to be trash. By the time you get home, you carry your bike uh-huh. up. Wasn't no such thing as an air fryer back then. And I don't know if y'all knew this. It's for some people who might be wondering. Me and Terrell had what was called a bike lock. A lot of y'all probably grew up in a city or grew up in a suburbs or area where you never really had to take a bike somewhere mm-hmm. but me and Terrell had what was called bike locks and those we, went, we used to have to always find a bike rack or a tree or some shit to, to wrap your bike, your bike yep. on I remember my bike got not stolen but my lock broke and I remember I would just throw the lock over it and make it look like it was locked remember uh-huh do you remember when we would come back and be like 
damn, I never even really locked my bike for you. Might have just locked it the wrong way, but it could come off easy. Somebody could have took my Somebody shit. Somebody wanted your bum ass bike. I remember Terrell's bike. It was the worst bike ever. I had a dope bike. It was black and red. Do you remember when that nigga followed us home? Yes, I do. I do. That was a scary ass night. Me and Terrence was riding home from uh summer. What was we at? Motherfucking Seventh Central before we lived over there. Before we lived there, because we ended up moving to uh this other part, this other apartment complex that was closer to the school. And it's season three, first episode of season three. So fuck it, we just why are we shit. turning up? Um, but we moved over there, and when we was riding home, I swear, if you could think about, do you know them Hispanics in California? That ride the bikes with the real tall handlebars. Yep, and they just sitting low. He had on a plaid open shirt. He's, I mean, he looks smooth gangster. Yeah. Nigga was following us. We cut across the Target parking lot. He cut across the Target target parking lot. No. We cut back. Matter of fact, we cut in the middle. Nah, because remember, he was on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. He didn't know that we had, me and Terrence always used to cut through this Target parking lot to get home. That gave us a little, that would cut like two, a minute off of the trip. And so, this motherfucker, we, he was following us. But well, we cut through that motherfucking parking lot and yank, Man, yank, Terrell yank. said, I said, look. Nah, first off, the crazy thing is I said, damn. You know, when you think somebody following you, me and Terrell always been an eye over my, I've always had my eyes over my shoulder. It don't uh -huh. matter where I am. I'm walking, I'm going to just look around. It's just how my mother raised me. But we looked back and spotted him for a minute. And I, I don't know about you, but I remember like we were tracing like, we were like, all right, we're going to go through this and see if he's following and us. See if and see if he was follow. still there. Yep. Then we was like, all right, he's still there. The nigga really might not have been following us. Right. But he just looked crazy as shit. So we said, all right, bet. We kicking it once we get through this parking lot. Yep. We're going to kick it. Remember we crossed the street? We crossed the street. We and crossed the street. We waited I, to see if he came. We didn't even we didn't even cross the crosswalk. We was like in track. Not in track. It wasn't nobody coming. Yeah. Uh, but we, were, we went over the curb, over the medium. Yep. And then when we got at our apartment complex with this long pathway. Yep. With the little security booth right there. You had to show them your, your, oh. I don't fucking remember what it was. Your key or some shit. Uh -huh. to get in. Uh, to get in that joint. We seen him. He just rolled right past that joint. You could tell he was looking down there too. We had gotten far enough away. And we said, damn, that motherfucker would have got up close to him. We would have had to beat his ass. Fuck you talking about. Right. And let me tell y'all, this is a story of me and Terrell <laughs> talking about how we ran. Hey, we ran. And you know what's crazy? We chose life. We you, still here. Right. That we Mallory Bros channel, all them videos, maybe that don't happen if me and Terrell say, yo, it's time to fill, it, it, it's time to show, you know what I'm saying, who we are to this dude. Right. Maybe we need to be brave and, and confront dude. Right. Like, yep. I could not be here, he could not be here. Mind you, me and Terrell were also in Florida, which uh -huh. we know nobody except certain people that might have be down there for school. Mm -hmm. These are decisions that you have to make at a young age to protect yourself so that yep. you can be here. And you leaving out a key fact um, about that. We were we lived 15 minutes from where Trayvon Martin lost his life. And he lost his life. Why? Why are you following me? Why are you following me? That's so, it. That's it. 100%. That's real shit. That's real shit. That's real shit. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy, right? So We you, definitely lived 15 minutes I'm from where Trayvon you. got killed. Yeah. Our first day in Florida, we was right. We was what we me and Terrence was never been to Florida before. Uh, we was admiring the palm trees and shit, and this big ass pickup truck that had Confederate flags off the back of it, kind of like the little fuck Biden flags that you see now sometimes. And the dude and the the dude was like niggers off the yep. off the back of the joint. 
off the back of the joint. This was the day the after my Florida. mother left. Yep. My mom and dad left, and it was like, damn, we out here on our own. Yep. All I had was real. All I had was real. Yep. That's it. Walked across that street, bro, man. It was like, ignorance. Yep. And we said, damn, bro, we in Florida. And we out, and it's just us. And that was the point where we really was like, all right, bet, we 18. We was 18, 18 years old. And it's like, yo, we got to be men out here. We yeah, really got to be, be men. And look, we didn't have weapons. We didn't have a car. We knew we was going to be either vulnerable as shit. Honestly, I would never send my kid down, down there, there to do that. <laughs> I don't know what y'all riding a bike to school. Yeah, we should have been better we about really getting out. We had old school parents that have drop you in the water and just say, "Here, learn how to swim." Yeah, <laughs> it's it, not not really, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Even for like going to, to the clubs and shit that we was going to, it was like, why the fuck would my let us even do this for real? No when you look bullshit. at the environment. Look, you just let me know what time to pick y'all up. Yeah, you like, don't know that this niggas out here with guns, right? <laughs> <laughs> my parents from DC, so you know they probably had that, but they still so damn protective. Like, Dad, I'm, I ain't gonna put this business out there. Just know when I went over the last time, I'm like. Do you think somebody about to run up in here? Yeah, like chill, dude. I'm in here alone. I gotta be safe. It's yeah, like, like right. you with your folks. Yeah, your folks are definitely be sitting there like lock that door and then lock that lock. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm you know appreci- where we at, right? I'm appreciative of it because going back to the Trayvon thing, Dad did always teach us to, and that's the importance of fatherhood and your father being present. Was that we were taught how to think? Just think first. Think first. When we would fuck shit up, he would be like, "All right, why did you do this? Do you even understand how? Like, why did you do this? Yeah, you I don't know if anybody follows. Uh, her name is." Um, the dude name is DeVale. He got like four sons. I'll tell you about that dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking great dad. Yeah. What's his name on IG? You don't know? It's uh no, his um DeVale and Khadijah. DeVale. You everybody knows DeVale. His page is DeVale's Truth. Well, his yeah, thing is DeVale's Truth. But um, but yeah, man. Damn, crazy ass motherfucking times. What a time, man, that made us for real. If it wasn't for them moments, yeah. Nah, for we sure. would not be here in the same way. You know what I'm saying? In this skin that I'm in. So mm-hmm. turn up. Shout out to all those people down in full sail riding in them same bike paths, dog. I hope they fix some of them sidewalks and you not kind. You fuck your, your front wheel up. <laughs> <laughs> your front wheel go airborne this way, and then you go that way. Man. Turn remember up, they man. said, oh, remember Ashton said he got hit by the he got hit, he came to school I looking trash. That changed Ashton's life. Remember in Ashton music, he started talking about how he survived some yeah. survived shit. <laughs> Ashton, Ashton was, was was definitely impacted by that. No bullshit. Humble beginners. I'm going to tell my kid, yo, I didn't have a car in college. Uh-huh. I had a bike. You I drove a that. bike a mile to school in yeah. the rain. I'm getting that off. Uh, your parents say shit like that. Hey, and you know what I was going to say? You know how old men value, like, change? Have you ever noticed how older men will be like, hey, that's a quarter. Pick that quarter up. Or yeah, dad will stop and pick up a nickel. You don't remember. You don't think about how when they was growing up, a cheeseburger cost 25 cents or Damn, a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they still have that value. We don't. I was thinking about how I never use cash ever. I never use cash. So you don't see value so in, I don't, in the physical form? I'm not even going to lie, and this might sound very, very bad. I've been sweeping before and swept up two pennies and threw it right in the trash. That's terrible. And you know, my mother always say, one day you're going to be two pennies short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you decided to throw two pennies in the trash can. No They'll bullshit. find this way to somebody's pocket still, though, in the trash. <laughs> but, damn, yeah, that's crazy. Old men definitely value quarters and, and change. You tell an old man at your job that it'll be 87 cents. I know some of y'all went through this today if you listen mm-hmm. and you working. That'll be 87 cents. They give you a $5 and they say, oh, hold up. I got that 87. Yeah. Right. That whole year. <laughs> How much is it? 98. Look, don't let them look. 
put different <laughs> look slide it towards you. You can take that and put it right in uh -huh. your hand, sir. All right, Terrell, do you want to curve it towards movies? Movies, movies. We got I Am Legend 2 coming out. Will Smith, Michael B. Jordan. Thoughts? Quick thoughts. It is not coming out. They announced it. There's a rumor that it's going to be a potential prequel. There's a rumor that it could be a Michael B. Jordan-led film. And then there's also a stretch rumor that it could be a parallel universe. Because, you know, Will Smith died in the original cut. But, remember, in the alternate ending, he survives. And they, they both ride away. So they were like, what is it going to be based on? I don't know. Honestly, y'all know how we talk about this every week. We didn't really touch on the Jack Harlow, White Men, Can, White Men Can't Jump uh, movie remake. But it's just, it's just crazy to see how the industry is so exhausted of ideas. But I feel like this pandemic played a huge role in a lot of stuff that's now coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like they greenlit a lot of this shit. Last year, not knowing if we was going to come out of the pandemic or not, which we still got a little ways to go before we out-out. Um, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me why they're even fucking doing this. Like, why? Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are doing this movie. I Am Legend came out 16 years ago. Maybe 15. <clears throat> Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are, are both producing and starring. I am somebody that feels like I Am Legend was a dope, dope, dope movie. Mm -hmm. But I don't even think that it ever needed a two. Now, I'm not saying that, it, that this is something that can't be done. Just 15 years later, if y'all decided to do this, like they said, the next thing that they're deciding to do in the I Am Legend franchise, and I'm like, what is the I Am Legend franchise? Y'all got one fucking movie right. that came out 15 years Ain't ago. Ain't no damn franchise, and y'all didn't leave room for another one unless we're going to follow the lady and the little boy. And what I don't like is the alternate ending. Oh, yeah, but y'all know in the alternate ending, fuck that. When right. the fuck do we do that? Right. Hell no. That's like saying a nigga's album is dope because, oh, the bonus tracks made his album dope. Nah, fuck that. Right. When he With put the out the deluxe. Yeah. Fuck the deluxe. Even though the deluxe is doobie, we're not disrespecting deluxe albums. I'm just saying, I don't want to say, oh, I had to go and look up, buy right. the DVD and watch the extra scene or look it up on YouTube, the alternate ending. Right. The way it ended, we found honor in that. I thought it was dope that he sacrificed himself. Right. Which is why they went with it. Right. Prequel with old Will? How? That's Let's say we go in right. the future. Did he survive the grenade? He's we gonna start the movie with him like, because <laughs> <laughs> he survived the grenade, joint. <laughs> I honestly was confused when I saw that Will Smith was starring, unless it would be a prequel. But if it's a prequel, Will, you didn't even finish Best Shape of My Life. You stopped doing that. You know what I didn't think about? What? Let's say, you know how this would be dope? The lady knocks on the door. It's Michael B. Jordan, chest out for the ladies. <laughs> Come on in, right? <laughs> she take her daughter and whatever in, right? Mm -hmm. Then when the zombies finally come, the big one's like, we got a special one. And it's Will as a fucked up kind of, because he got fucked up from the, the joint, but he's a big ass zombie. And Will Smith is the zombie. But look, he's also the doctor that created the cure. So it's like, doctor. Please. <laughs> that would be fire. I would watch that. Terrence, that would not be fire. You wouldn't be expecting that, though. Look, how the fuck is this going to work? You see Will like, you like, I bet. <laughs> I guess they stopped biting him after he blew up and he turned back into a... Yeah, no bullshit. Have That's my you bitch. Seen, you ever seen Army of the Dead? 
Is that the one that I was watching? The one with Amari Hardwick? Oh, no, I did not see that one. That joint is fire. Netflix. Netflix. I heard the way that they was knocking them joints off. I don't even know if it's called Army Today, but it's a zombie movie with Amari Hardwick. Mm-hmm. That with joint Batista. Was, yeah, that mm-hmm. joint was fire. Um, But yeah, I don't Speaking know. Amari Hardwick, I'm watching that joint Pieces of Her he on Netflix. That? that nigga comes in at the very end of the episode. I'm like... My man Ghost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Money and shit. Um, did you want to, what do you think about Snowfall so far? Before we get to the Batman. Just so, real quick. Three episodes. Haven't really said much about it on the pod. Y'all know how I feel about Snowfall. Like I said, I'm not going to, I'm sick of shitting on everything. Snowfall is the most confusing show on TV for me. I don't understand where the hell it's going or where it came from. I'm just trying to look at it with a new lens, y'all. I told Terrell, at the end of last season, they're going to do whatever they could to get them characters out of them situations so that they can just start fresh this season. And I feel like you could choose to watch these characters take on new shit if you want, or you don't have to. I mean, like, say, if you stop watching after the whole thing last year, you're really not missing shit. Yeah. Nothing happened in these first three episodes where they say, yo, did y'all see Snowfall? Yo, did y'all see Snowfall? Nobody's saying that. That's true. We were saying that about Power Book with Monet and Tariq. Yo, y'all didn't see what happened with, with Power. So I'm waiting, Snowfall, because you needed to make a big splash. Yeah. Because you took us on a journey last year that ended. Right. You know? Scully. Scully. All of that came to an end. You need to do something. You need to smack the shit out of somebody. Right. Like, you're right. The Something inter- has to happen. The internet was definitely buzzing last year because of the Alton shit, Mel, Leon, Wanda, Pe- even Peaches. It was like, all right, bet. Right. But now, this year it is kind of quiet. And you know what? Me and Mo, shout out to Mo Wavy. Um, me and Mo was saying on Twitter that we think Frank, uh, spoiler alert, we think Frank New Girl is an informant, bro. Watch. And I would Some hate that. Come up with her. Something's up with that. her. I would hate it. I would hate, hate, look, hate Terrence, look, that. Look, Terrence, look. At the end, Frank gonna be. She gonna be. She gonna take. He gonna take her to the stash house. Look, this is your personal equity stake. Like I told you, and then she gonna be like, look, LAPD type shit. Working with Reed. Why Reed back? And remember when she told Reed? Remember when he said working with Reed again? And she said he's hmm. back. And he was like, yep. And she be like, look, when that happened? When that happened? She already knew. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm telling you, I don't know what the I fuck they fucking hated because his last girlfriend was an informant and you ended up killing her in the finale. Sorry for the spoilers. Your last girlfriend played you. And you mean to tell me that Frank is with a new joint and gonna get played again? Like he never learned his lesson? Fuck that. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the characters that you think are expendable? Yes. Honestly, I didn't really want to go on a down a deep snowfall. No, path, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I personally think the Leon. I feel like we may have talked about this, Terrell. No, Mm-mm. I'm so. Sick. Don't worry about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. If you watch Snowfall, hopefully season oh episode four tonight. Tonight, hopefully we get something better, dog. Hopefully some shit go down, cause this shit is kind of regular. We ain't buzzing. It ain't. Yo, did you see Snowfall? And look, the only that's thing they- why Tariq tweeted what he tweeted. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on our buzz. Who got the best show on on TV? Not you. Especially with you ma'arafacting it up there. Did y'all see his latest? Y'all, if you watch Snow, if you watch Snowfall, that's exactly that shit that I'm talking about, Bob. When they bring these British motherfuckers over here to play U.S. roles and U.S. men. Did you see what he said? Because what I've got to do, what, what I'm getting right to do. Terrence, I said, you cannot do you hear this do that. motherfucker voice Half cracking like shit? Half disrespectful. 
How is that disrespectful? This motherfucker's doing a whole voice and getting paid. He doing our voice and getting paid dollars for it. Is that disrespect? Yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if nobody know me, he over there yelling. <laughs> he over there mad as shit. I go through that with you. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, shout out to the people that's watching Snowfall. Hopefully it gets better, but I mean, sure. it's looking real Euphoria season two right now. Ah, no. Mm. No, no, no. Euphoria season two, much worse than the first three episodes. Thought them up. <laughs> The hey, Batman. The Batman. Matt Reeves. Um, I guess I'll speak for this because Terrence didn't do his due diligence, didn't do his job. Did my research. Haven't seen the film. And yet, didn't go see the film. I just don't want to see it by myself, y'all. I could go see it by myself, but it's three hours and I'm like, what if I fall asleep? You know? What's the last movie you saw by yourself? Fun fact. Uh, Jackie. It was a movie about Jackie Kennedy. Um, the joint came out maybe like 2015, 2017, 2018. Last movie I saw by myself was Den of Thieves. Wow, that's a uh, dope movie to see by yourself. Ice Cube Jr. That's a good-ass <laughs> movie to see by yourself. It got uh, a nice little twist. I don't even remember why I did that. Yeah. Oh, no, you know what? That was the last movie that I saw by myself. It sure was. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. If y'all haven't seen it, that's a great-ass movie. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell y'all, this is just a real random thing that you can do. Let's say you in your, your hometown, and let's say you got to get your car worked on, and they say it's going to take like four hours yeah. if you want to just come back and pick it up. But let's say you don't really have no ride home. Call you a Uber to the movies. Watch a movie. Uber back. I've done that before. If you got money to do that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. you got to get the Uber there. But like in my situation, the Uber was five minutes. I mean, the movies was five minutes up the road. So I just Ubered there $12. Bought a movie ticket. I didn't buy nothing to eat. And then $12 Uber back. Because I said, fuck sitting in this waiting room in for five hours. Rooms. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a good ass but, idea. Go just watch a movie. Yep. Yeah. But um, and even if they finish with your shit, you can just go get it whenever. You just you go know? get it when the movie's over. But um, the Batman, I saw it on when when did it come out? That Friday, I saw it that Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, and how you see it? My girl got me uh uh surprise tickets. He didn't want to say a real one. Um, my girl got me surprise tickets. I know, right? I felt like a baddie. Yeah, you a baddie. <laughs> She took you out. He got. She got us tickets or whatever. Right. <laughs> Look. So. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, that joint was that joint was dope. I, I went into it with very high expectations because of how they were talking about it being compared to other superhero films, both in the MCU mm -hmm. and the Nolan universe, the Nolan verse, the Nolan verse. And so, um, but it was dope. Big shout out to I want to give a big shout out to Matt Reeves, who is the gentleman who. Um, Started his career kind of popped more recently with the Planet of the Apes franchise. So if y'all yes, don't know, sir. Matt Reeves, the guy who did this movie, mm -hmm. he also did the Planet of the Apes, which is also why Andy Serkis is in this. Mm -hmm. And they did four well. films, right? They did four yeah. Planet of the Apes. Rise films. of the Dawn, of the Rise of the Fall of the yep. Apes, or some shit. That last one was ridiculous. Them motherfuckers was talking like humans. <laughs> they was like, I don't really understand what these motherfuckers don't get right. about us not leaving this forest. Right. That shit didn't make any sense to me. But look. Batman had a huge opening weekend, $134 million at the box office. Mm -hmm. That's the second best opening um, in the pandemic era next to, uh, I said era, era, next to Spider-Man No Way Home, which opened at $260 million opening weekend. That's probably going to sit for a while, y'all. Um, believe it or not, The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan's Batman, opened at $158 million opening week. Damn. Uh, so that's about... Maybe, what's that, 26, that might be about 
26 or 24 million more than Batman. But we'll see how it ages. The Dark Knight is at 533 million all time. So, oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, that joint's doing well. And you know what I'll I say? Um, I don't think it was 26. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. It's 24 minutes shorter. The Dark Knight was 24 minutes shorter than The Batman. Yeah, The Batman, two, three hours. That's the one thing about this movie. It was a long ass movie, but I enjoyed it because I loved it. I loved the art. And so yeah. where a lot of people were like, oh, I fell asleep. I didn't. Know. I didn't. Yeah, I, I saw a it. lot of people say they fell asleep. That's yeah. Crazy. It was dope, though, man. I'll tell you what only thing I'll say, no spoilers, is um Robert Pattinson's Batman is a lot younger than the Christian Bale Batman. Christian Bale Batman is like 35. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 36. has his own everything. So as the, like that's why he's riding around in the Lambo. This Batman is a young Robert Pattinson. And he doesn't have a Batmobile? He got a Batmobile, but it's like a Dodge Challenger type. Uh, and he rides on a bike. It's not a the fucking... He doesn't have the big Batwing joint. And, and that's why I said I like his Batman better than... I don't like Christian Bale's, hey, what are you doing? I, I just don't like it. Yeah. His Batman, to me, 10 times better. The best Batman you've seen? Yeah. If I, I mean, I'm just going to keep it up. With technology and what they're able to do now, I'm not going to give it to Michael Keaton, no. And Christopher Nolan never been good with fight scenes. Even though, back to my man name. even though I like Inception, the fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like, I got one of the most iconic fight scenes in the history the, of cinema. His Batman, so, his, let's just keep watch how we throw around fucking terms. Christopher Nolan Batman fight scenes was trash. <laughs> this one was dope as fuck. And they did kind of. The Bane joint on the plane? They did Maybe draw back it. to Christopher Nolan. You know that, you know the Christopher Nolan joint where the dude shoots and you can't see Batman but through the light? Yeah. They had like a call back to that. Okay. Dope. Yeah. But it's that's that's like an homage. But I liked Christian Bale's um, Bruce Wayne better than I like Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne. I just like that. I think my favorite part about Batman is the fact that he's also Bruce Wayne, and I love I like Bruce Wayne more. I'm a Bruce, bigger Bruce Wayne fan than I am with Batman. I'm gonna see that movie uh, next. That's definitely gonna be the next For one sure. I go see. Just I wanted to give a uh, a shout out to Greg Frazier. He's the cinematographer. On the film, he did an excellent job lensing this film. Like his color palette that he chose to go with was perfect. If you don't know Greg Frazier, he also just did Dune. He did Zero Dark Thirty. He was nominated for an Oscar for Lion. Damn. And for Dune this past year. So Buddy is on his joint. bully right now. Um, and he he killed it. And it goes without saying that Zoe Kravitz Stand is out. just motherfucking just gorgeous in that movie. Just yeah. she worth seeing it alone. I feel like Zoe Kravitz is just bad as shit, man. Zoe Kravitz is definitely popping from this. We're not going to talk about that bullshit that she said out of her mouth about the... Yeah, me and Terrence argued about that for a long time. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, this is a random movie thing that I wanted to say. Do mm-hmm. you know what the, the number one rated R, the, the number one most successful rated R movie of all time, you know what it is? Jaws. Passion of the Christ. Doesn't that make 1,000% sense, though? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Passion of the Christ is the number one most successful R-rated movie. And I have a list of it, just five. Uh, at $370 million all time. Damn. The next up is Deadpool, 2016, $364 okay. million. That's only like $6 million under under. under uh-huh. You don't got to lo- say the number. What, what's the next ones? An- American Sniper. Doesn't that one make a lot of sense, oh, too? Oh, yeah. And these are the ratings, right? No, like these are most successful box office oh, of okay, all yeah. time. 
Like made the most money. American of Sniper rating. White people went out in droves to see American Sniper. Yeah. The same way if you ever see Inglorious Bastards and and when they all went to the theater, it's, it's that's kind of the same thing. But they don't have that same look. That's the third most. Inglorious Bastards is a, a rated R movie. No, I'm talking about how in Inglorious Bastards when they oh, all when went they to all the theater went, to watch yeah, right. the dude kill everybody, mm-hmm. the same thing. It is 100% the same thing. What was the name of that movie in the, in the joint? You don't remember? Ah, that's a great question. The name of the short film in Inglorious Bastards. You know it? No. Wow, you supposed to know. I'm, I'm fucking it up. No, 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 say it, don't say it, don't say it. You're supposed to know this, bro. It's, 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 it's the, the, the private, private, I know his name was Private Sola. It's the movie, it's a, the fine, the final, the, the, Oh, I don't know it. It's the short pi- the short film in the joint. I don't know it. I don't know it. Frederick Zola. Yeah, that's what it that's that's him, but something of a nation? Hating the nation, straightening the nation. It stole their nation, but I, that's the that's just the stole I The don't know. Nation's Pride. That's what it's called. The Nation's Pride in German. Oh, That's okay. what that means, but it mean it meant the nation's pride, because oh, look, okay, he was yeah. out there doing it for his city or what's his city, his country, his country, right? Yep. But um, what was the next one? There was American Sniper, and then number four was Joker, and then number five was It. Oh, okay, yeah, motherfuckers love It. I never really got the It train. Like everybody loves Pennywise, and I never, you know, I've never seen an It movie, not even an old one. I've never seen any. You're of them. tripping. This is the It from 2017, not It Two. This is the it from 2017. That joint was fire. Trump I'm telling you. Didn't you that was that a real scary movie experience. Yeah, that joint was scary as shit. I was jumping <laughs> like shit. <laughs> jumping like shit looking at that joint. What was the scariest movie you ever seen? That one? In the theater? In the theater? The scariest movie I ever seen in a theater was Paranormal Activity. When that first joint came out, I was nicked. I left that joint nicked. I went home fucked up. It was the first time I ever seen anything like that. <laughs> Look. You go home and now you're in the movie. You hearing shit, you like, yeah, no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That was an intense ass movie experience. Do y'all remember that paranormal activity where all the shit was on the ceiling and she came in and she just looked around and it all just dropped? Man, man. Or all the cabinets was open and then she was looking around and they just all slammed. Man, that shit was crazy. Um, but yeah. Do you remember Cloverfield? <laughs> There's some Cloverfield fans, bro. There's some that <laughs> I know, right? movie franchise. They got a little niche audience. <laughs> but um, uh, you, Tech Corner? Tech Corner, all I had was, and we don't have a big Tech Corner. I was just going to talk about how Apple just came out with the new SE phone, which yep. is supposed to be like a better phone for cheaper. So shout out to Apple. Uh, they put out an Alpine Green. I don't know if you saw that. Terrell, search on your computer. Alpine Green iPhone 13 Pro. I am so sick that they just put this out because do y'all have any idea that I would have easily bought this one? I'm so sick that I got the one that I got. I really love that green. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful green. Y'all go on y'all wow. phones right now and Google And Alpine I got the green. fucking blue because it was new. Because it was, yeah, like, they Damn, had that the, remember they had the green... For the 11? Uh-huh. We was like, and they took it away? Yep. That, I love that Alpine green. That joint is fucking nice. They came out with a brand new M1 Ultra chip. Dope. Fast as hell. 
a brand new iPad Air. They um, always put out a new iPad. <laughs> yeah, it seems like. And then my biggest takeaway, of course, was the big Mac Studio and the Mac Studio display. I know y'all heard about the iMac, of course, um, but this Mac Studio is so dope. It's not touchscreen, but the way you can display it, the way you can mount it up, the speed, the camera, the microphone system for like Zoom calls and stuff like that, super dope. And it's like, to me, Apple is that company that you have to keep up with even if you don't want to. This isn't the yep. big event where they are introducing new phones, new MacBooks, new all of that, but it's good to stay up in, up in tune with it. What'd you have for a tech corner? Uh, TikTok is launching a new platform that lets um, artists um, directly upload and monetize their music. For real? Yep, to, right to TikTok. And TikTok is giving away 100% of your royalties in your first year and then 90% for the rest of the time that you, up, you upload, which they, it is super dope. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it's dope. They just, uh, they just announced it. Is I it going to be called something different or is it going to be TikTok still? It's going to be on TikTok. Because think about one thing that they're thinking about is how... You could probably you could make a song, and then your your sound goes crazy. They're going to allow, oh, people, allow people to, to make that. money off of their sound being used. Wow, dope as fuck! I love to hear mm -hmm. that. Instagram, come on. Let me just tell you something come about on Instagram. IG. And this isn't really Tech Corner, but it has something to do with Tech Corner. TikTok isn't the issue with shit being annoying. It's Instagram Reels, bro. Motherfuckers that's doing their morning routines, they not doing that bullshit on TikTok. Mm -hmm. TikTok is all funny as shit vibes and random as shit stuff. Like real acting on that joint job, like real movie, short yeah, film like it's type super shit. entertaining on TikTok. Yeah, Instagram is when motherfuckers try and prove they live in this life. Yeah, and it's so fucking fake. And my Instagram is flooded with fitness niggas. Let me just say this randomly: I am in the gym often, but I will never be one of these fitness niggas. You ever see these niggas? You ask these niggas. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Terrell, whatever. We How many times like we you said say the N-word? We were supposed to stop saying the N-word in season one. <laughs> Fuck it, Terrell. <laughs> if they ain't going to pick... Look, me not saying it now, it's not going to do shit for the last 80 episodes. Go back and listen to the last three, two seasons. Fuck, <laughs> right. he said it. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> but look, do you ever see these fitness motherfuckers? <laughs> not better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, at the, look at the fitness joint where you see people say... Put on a sweater. No, look, put on a sweater. No, show what you look like with a sweater on, and then show what you look like without it. I like that. I want to do that one day. Look, but do y'all see what they do when they take it off? Look at me, y'all. <laughs> I will never be one of you niggas. And let me tell you, if you're in the gym, I go to the gym with mad niggas. Being strong is not cool. You're not cool because you're stronger than somebody. Nobody gives a fuck if you can lift more than this person. I damn sure don't give a fuck if any of you niggas can lift more than me. I don't give a fuck. I'm letting y'all know this right now. If there's any of you niggas that listen to this podcast and be in the gym with me, be in the gym <laughs> with me, I don't give a fuck about not nail one of none of y'all niggas in there working out and lifting in the gym. And I'm going to tell you, if you go into the gym, my biggest advice is to just worry about yourself. I got tunnel vision in the gym. Y'all ever heard that song by uh, Justin Timberlake? I know you like. Man, a fucking a hit. I got tunnel vision when I'm in the gym. I just got so hyped thinking about that. Just because it's a fire song. I got that tunnel vision. Fire. God. Fire song. We need to do the 2020 experience, girl. Come yes. on, bro. I'm ready. 2020 experience. I'm ready. Let's get it. I'm ready. Let's get it. That shit is so fire, the 2020 experience. 
I need y'all to spam this nigga to real shit. Taz, I'm ready for that. It's on my board. It's on my board. It ain't on your board. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. All I'm gonna say is worry about yourself, bro. Nobody gives a fuck, and being strong is not cool. Y'all ever see the joint where it's like, hey, are you an artist? Hmm, I think so. Well, what, are you good? And then they're like, you're not an artist if you're just a nigga that works out and you're strong. Tell me that I'm hating, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nobody give a fuck that you're strong. And that's what I always tell myself. Nobody really gives a fuck. Yeah, females might be attracted to whatever. That's a whole different right. thing. Like, and then this is the thing. Is it really motivating that you're strong? That you're in the gym and you have this perfect physique? Is it, but think about this. Is it motivating if I'm, if I'm somebody that weighs like 300 pounds? Does that make me go, damn, look at this man. I need to get my ass up and get in the gym. Or do I feel like, fuck this nigga? I'd be like, because let me tell you, all the comments, it's like people just aim for negativity. It's negative as fuck. This dude was doing curls with 110s. Curls. But he was motherfucking using his yeah. traps. They were like, fucking terrible form. Let's see if you can curl what you really curl. I said, this motherfucker's said, curling a 110. Okay, yeah, he's ego curling 110. Yeah, ego curls for 110. Come on, bro. But that's just that everybody's a motherfucking critic. And that's why I feel like some of this shit really not motivating because people aren't even accepting that. Think about it. People will post and be like, uh, it's the Kobe clip. What's the Kobe joint? I made a commitment with I myself. I made a commitment with myself. Whatever. That's not as done. bad. Yeah. The one where it's like, you, you got to do it yourself. I don't know. Y'all know the one that I hate. Every, we talk about this shit now, every let me week. say this the one that I hate. Uh, I'm not single. I'm taking. Taking my ass to the gym. You're a clown. You're lame as fuck. <laughs> You're lame. You're lame as shit. <laughs> I fucking hate that one. I'm not, I'm, I'm not single. I'm taking. Taking my ass to the gym. Guess who doesn't give a fuck? Everybody else. All, all of us. us. All of us. We all don't give us. a damn. Y'all, all y'all that's making your fucking avocado toast and your perfect fucking smoothie in the morning. Yeah, look, now we hating. I don't give a fuck about none of it. Fucking look, we just shitting on everything that y'all like to do. Fucking matcha. Y'all lighting lavender candles and shit. Fucking pre-workout. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about that. But y'all know, look, we talk about this shit every every other week. We talk about how Instagram is annoying. But I think it's very important to just continuously remind motherfuckers that that shit is a facade. It's not real. Shit yes. is not real, and it's yes. so annoying. And TikTok is not annoying. I used to think the opposite. I was a nigga that was on Instagram Reels and didn't get on my TikTok and didn't get on your TikTok. Boy, yep. how lost was I? And I'm still kind of lost in the sauce, y'all. Let me ask y'all. I'm, I'm trying to make it happen with Instagram Reels. Let me ask y'all this question. I asked this question to Tans yesterday. All you niggas that pop lock, I'm asking this question. All y'all niggas that pop lock and like dance, like Chris Brown type shit. Yeah. Is that still impressive to the ladies today? Is that still going to get Me you Me and Terrence don't know because we're not dancers and we don't be at the club dancing. But is that like, because I know this fitness chick, right? Mm -hmm. Follow her on Instagram for the, the, uh, the fitness workouts and shit because she be training people. Come on, bro. Hello, for the fitness. Tip. Never believe a nigga who said he ah! followed a fitness shit. What workouts you getting from Shorty? Bro, let me just tell you. What workouts he getting? Women post the best leg day workouts. It's a fact. You just can't do the booty jumps. You know what? That is actually very women true. Women post the. If you want, y'all looking at niggas for leg days. You got niggas it. Niggas be skipping leg day. You, 
Yeah, or, or we just do like a couple exercises and fucking right. girls do the extra detail When shit. they post their bicep workout, it'd be a hell of exercise. They leg, they do look squats, leg press, lateral right. That's, That's all you fucking need. The ladies be doing different types of lunges, jump squats and shit, so... Y'all ever see how much shit girls get in the gym when they when when they do leg shit? They always got a bunch of shit that they ha- they can uh, do. Take up hella space. But look, I don't be feel like setting up. The fitness chick that I follow, her dude is a dancer. Okay. The nigga be pop locking and shit. And so I'm like, did she fuck with that? Did she rock with that? I don't know. My thing is that shit. the question isn't for the fellas. The question is for the ladies. Ladies. Picture this, you and your girl walking, y'all leaving outside the, the Dunkin' Donuts. You just got you a sprinkle donut, vanilla. Right? Best donut. Your girl, your girlfriend, I don't even know what she got, right? Brother man walks up on some Chris Brown, excuse me, miss, in parentheses, yo video. <laughs> <laughs> he walk up on some do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> or oh, we done know you each other. You ever seen the joint without the, without the sound? <laughs> Would y'all be impressed by that? <laughs> Would y'all be like, yo, my man has actually got some dope moves. Look, would you be first? Look, she apprehensive at first, but until she can see you can dance, look. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. Once she see that I'm... Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Omarion touch video looks ridiculous if you watch it now. Because he's watch, walking around because the street, Because this right? nigga's behind her doing all of this shit. And he got on some big ass Tims and a vest. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> he got a vest tee yeah. on with some Tims. <laughs> I don't care how old we get. When you watch, you got served. When it gets to that part where they be like, I feel like I gotta smack somebody. In the rain. Feeling like I want no, no, somebody. No. My boy Rashad, part, I know no all the words. That part, they was getting ready for Lil Saint. That part was so fucking heated. And they just faking on you got served. We gotta make a video on you got served. We do. Because you got childhood classic. It's a childhood classic. That taught you about loyalty. And that's uh-huh. to be with these girls where your brother out here moving slang and dirt and you supposed to be that? Uh-huh. And it's talking about trusting niggas in your crew the wrong way. This nigga went and t- stole all y'all moves and gave them away and they lost. It was like, damn, what y'all going right. to do? I had to start from zero. Start from nothing. Remember J-Bug came to the part where these niggas were shooting and was like, what the fuck y'all going to do? What y'all going to do? <laughs> then look, once we thought we had everything together and the family was fixed or not. Nah, Nah, and they were separated. It take, a, it take tragedy to fix family in this, yep. in this world with us. Uh-huh. So once that happened, the little saint, it was like, look, fuck all of that. We doing this shit for saint. For saint. That taught you how to ride for your men even when they wasn't here. Uh-huh. Some of us didn't grow up in the streets. So you know what? We didn't lose our man. We lost little saint. Uh-huh. Like, nah, that's not even shit. No, but you know <laughs> what? For real though. For real though. People don't get that. We had to grow up and lose G-Baby and little saint. Yeah, you're right. That shit was heavy. Yeah, Film shit. That shit was heavy. If you wasn't on the streets living that for real, you got a little piece of it. We did it for Lil Saint more than you even remember, bro. Do you remember we used to have them dance battles with Ryan Rashad and Donald? Yup. And we was doing it was always me, Rashad, and Donald versus you and Ryan. I wonder if we talked about this on the podcast. We was doing it for Saint back then. We were doing it for Lil Saint. Remember the nigga came and did the backflip? (laughs) Nigga's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> That's my cousin LJ. <laughs> Nigga would look freaky as shit too. He had like some weird look. He had a great tank top uh-huh. on and, and skater jeans. Uh-huh. Like. His hair was spiky and yeah. shit. They were trying to beat the nigga from Mondo Burger. No, that wasn't the same dude. That was not the same dude. That wasn't the same dude. Chad from Mondo Burger. Good Damn. burger. There's a lot of y'all young as haven't seen Good Burger. I know that. It's hey, not look. a good watch now. It's Don't not, do it. It's Kill it's, it's annoying hard. as fuck. It's hard. Did you wanna? Did you? What you else you have on this drink for you? Nothing. Uh, Cause I got some. I got. Would you rather shit left, and that's it. Nah, yeah, that's all. I, let me. Let's run through that. 
I had the Dirk body count shit, but it's it made You know want to talk about that? We can talk about that. Okay, yeah. Uh, hey. well, basically, Dirk came out and said, only reason I'm with, I, I, you know, one thing, I can't fuck with nobody that's been with a bunch of people. And one of the reasons why he, the, one of the main reasons why he proposed to India is because of her body count being low. And, of course, the ladies pointed out the very obvious contradiction that is the fact that Dirk has six kids by five different women. And so they was like, how is it yeah. okay? You so, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Click on the actual joint. And then I, mean, I, I got you. Tell here, like, hit you a fuck a lot of niggas all that, I ain't gonna wipe it. Listen, man. And me I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm petty as hell. Like if you fuck a lot of niggas all that, I ain't gonna wipe it. That's me. I That's was, me too. I, yeah. I, I yes, was, sir. Shout out to Wild on Gilly. Like it made up shit four years ago. Yeah. That's me too, nigga. Yeah, but it's like everything about it, like. Being real, not cheating. She ain't been passed around, and it was like a body count. That's what really did. Oh, okay. So about this, this one, my, my. He basically cool. said her body count is what did it. Yeah. The fact that she wasn't out here, and the ladies was basically saying that it's a very obvious contradiction because when you think about is, it, though, he ain't saying nothing about a low body count. He said, "Shorty, that ain't been passed around." And haven't been fucking a nah, whole bunch thanks. of niggas. Because like you said the other day, you said he wouldn't talk to India. He wouldn't talk to India Love. Because India Love been with this rapper, that rapper, this rapper. But India ain't been passed around. She just have been dating. But look. Drea, I think what he meant by that is that. I feel like I feel like the joint he fucked with, he fucked with because ain't nobody really fucked with that joint. And I feel like being passed around, even if you was with Drake, this dude, this dude, it's like, all right, nah. Cause now I'm talking to your girl, Nick Cannon girl. Oh yeah, she used to talk to this dude. Fuck yeah, that. I will agree that that niggas in the industry do date the same. It seemed like six girls, but the ladies are gonna win this argument, fellas. Yeah, you're right. The ladies because this win. nigga Dirk is not like somebody that's just you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the fuck Moneybag dated before Ari. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, all we seen was his prom date, which was like, damn, Moneybag, you was. You must didn't think you was ever getting a deal. Moneybag looked like the tall nigga that just got asked to go to prom and said, fuck it, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, whatever, great. But <laughs> um, we don't know who he dated before Ari, so all we know is that they getting Dirk out of here because he got all them kids and all them different baby mothers. You just can't be the dude that's like talk, talking about body count. I'm sorry, you just can't be that dude. I feel like It's it, a contradiction. It is if you're looking at it that way. As niggas are going as far as saying getting fucked and fucking is two different things. All right. Yeah, some of y'all are making <laughs> excuses for yourself. My thing is Dirk. Dirk is a rap star. Mm-hmm. He's a celebrity. So it's like he looking at the dating pool way different from both of all of us, ladies and gentlemen, on this regular level. We can't really even talk about this man's preference like it's our preference. That's why I think a lot of people are making a, a mistake. We're looking at Dirk and saying, see, this is that bullshit because women know that niggas are going to take this and repost it like it's them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And y'all not Dirk. So yeah. you can't really be out here with that standard if you're not Dirk. Think about it, y'all. Yes, Dirk has all these kids and baby mothers. He also is a rich nigga. Look at the money that he's sitting in front of in that video. Right. It's like you can't have these same Dirk standards and you don't got Dirk money. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and a lot of y'all aren't even... A lot of y'all are just for anybody. You know what I'm saying? You'll fuck any chick that you meet at the club, whatever. 
Yeah. And so you can't repost, but you want it's like a lot of y'all niggas is out here. Y'all know y'all fucking around, fucking anything you can, but you'll repost this. So it's like, it just don't make sense. And y'all making the rest of us fellas look stupid. Yes, man. I might have played this. How is your Twitter app purple? What the fuck? Because I have Twitter blue. Shout out to everybody who got Twitter blue. Play $3.99 a month. This Twitter blue is legit if you don't have Twitter blue. Trust me. I'm not going to get into it. There was, in regards to that, Terrell, there is a joint that I want to, it's real, that I want to play. This one. Turn it up. I don't think I played it for the pod before. I bet. And you teach your children what you know. All right, here we go. If you don't know anything, and you teach your children what you know, then your children is as smart as you. <laughs> Write this down. All I know is what I've learned. This is it right here. All I know is what I've learned. Now, you got to let that sink in for a minute. No matter how many books you bought, you only know the ones you read. Some of you bought books last year and haven't cracked the pages yet. And you show people your library and try and impress them with what you don't know. Come on, man. Come on. Damn. Come on, man. Damn. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Him saying a lot of y'all have books you haven't read, but you will show off your library. That's exactly what I was, what you was just talking about. Whatever situation that you just had. Where you said people are, uh, it's almost like you putting on, you showing your library. That's a lot of people. Uh-huh. Haven't read the books yet, but talking about, look, you, you be posting posts like that's you, but you don't even live that. That to me is an example of exactly. showing off your library, acting like, oh yeah, I read 48 Laws of Power. Oh yeah, I read, you know what I'm saying, thinking fast and slow, but you didn't. Right. You just own the book. Right. Like me. I, I, have, mean, I own 48 Laws of Power. It's right over there. And guess what? I only read the first three, four, five laws. And it's all about if you out here, you know what I'm saying, trying to make it seem like, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? You take way more pride in seeing a book that you know you read front to back. Yes. It's like, motherfucker's live. <laughs> oh, no bullshit. It is Full Sail Hall of Fame. I heard this lit out there. I heard this way different than when we was there. One day we going in that motherfucking Full Sail Hall of Fame. And they going to fly us out and we're going to have a... Event. One day they going to put us in that job. For sure. But um, you, you said you had a, a, a witch's rather before we got uh, here. Would you rather, right before, would you rather give up all drinks except water or give up anything cooked in the oven? This is a tough one. I would give up everything except water, 100%. Give up all drinks except water. Oh, shit. That includes alcohol. That includes alcohol. And I want y'all to think this is giving it up for life. Include, I don't need anything in the oven. Air fryer. That's, that would be a type of oven. Air fryer is not a, a type of oven. A microwave is also a type of oven. So this is meaning y'all are going to be out there with the sticks and the... Y'all going to be cooking like how Shrek made the weed rot stew. (laughs) (laughs) He made that job. Y'all going to be out there making weed rot stew. (laughs) And y'all look like Shrek out there cooking with the rats on the stick. (laughs) This nigga out there with rats on the stick trying to impress shorty. And it worked. Because she was a whole ogre. At hot. That's how y'all video on Shrek too. That's how y'all niggas are with anime. That's <laughs> <laughs> when she said that she know about. You show sure y'all anime. I'm not going. I'm not going to show y'all niggas. Here we go. Look, I would. I'm gonna say the same thing. I don't want to give up everything cooked in the oven. I'm gonna just give up all drinks except water. Yeah, cause drinking ain't good for you anyway. Yeah. Do you I, know when you're drunk? That is your body having an adverse reaction to poison. Damn. Yeah. See, but you like you drunk. You drunk thinking I'm good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, would you rather, and this is a good one, would you rather everyone listen to music slash podcast without headphones 
or everyone be unreasonably proud of their flatulence and body odor. I just rather hear everybody's podcast and music. <laughs> because I can deal with that. I can't deal with the smell. Some people just, there's no way you don't smell yourself. Yeah. There's no way you don't smell you. And this says un, everyone be unreasonably proud of their flatulence. Meaning niggas is proudly farting. Oop, you heard mine? You heard mine? Yeah, hell no. But what if it, what if we start Terrence, to take, no. There's no way I'm picking that one. All I was saying is, what if, look, would you, like, all right, bet. What's the off chance? How often are people farting and smelling versus how often we would have to hear niggas' music? I don't even be around people like that, so honestly. Because look, these are the off offsets. Listening to people's music sucks, but like, what if people's body, what if we get, what if we took pride, like unreasonably proud, right? What if we was proud of the way our body odor smelled? We took pride in, in farting, but it smelled good, and there's stuff that Tan, comes out. This sounds ridiculous. And it smelled this good. This sounds ridiculous. There's never, there's no good way to listen to everybody's music. There's I don't no, know. So what you, so what you rather? This niggas. Tarrant, there's no, there's no body odors that smell good. This is not monsters. When eight. your girl come over, your girl body odor don't smell good. It's not an odor. Do you right. know what an odor is? I guess you're right. I guess that was all the bads. I'm just saying, what if we flip the script? You're right. Whatever. Would you rather that wasn't a good one? All right. This is a good one. This is the last one. He's uh, looking up the definition of odor. I got to hear this. Go ahead. A distinctive smell, especially an unpleasant one. A distinctive smell, which means especially it doesn't. Especially an unpleasant one. What's the second definition? A lingering quality, impression, or feeling, or feeling attaching to something. Mm. I don't know. It's got the odor, odor she has for that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Something. <laughs> this is the, this is gonna be. A, I feel like a go. And I know Sorrell's at uh, pick, but then again, I think I'm gonna fuck him up. Go to any theme park of your choice for free for life. You know I love roller coasters. Or go to any drive-through restaurant free for life. I would go to any drive-through restaurant for life only because I don't give a damn about. Paying for the theme park because I love the theme park and I will throw money at it. Yep. Fuck it. I think I was gonna say that. I will proudly pay for I the theme park. I will proudly pay. Can y'all imagine free everything drive through? That means Chick Fil A. That means Starbucks. That means uh, Mickey's. Mickey's. Let me get that uh, Shamrock Shake. Uh, this means look, we gotta keep everybody included. Arby's for the folks that are out there. First of all, anybody want to cook out or anything? Arby is Arby's is fire. Shout out to everybody that goes on. black folks. I'm telling you. Just go to Arby's and just get the garden fresh shit. Don't, you don't got to get a Reuben or none of that nasty-ass sauerkraut bullshit. You can get a cold-cut sandwich that come with curly fries. Shit is fire. Black folks do not go to Arby's, and they got, a, they got all right stuff on the market. This fresh is a meat. random thing, too, I was going to say, too. If you go to McDonald's or any restaurant and you say, I want fresh fries, what, this, the person at McDonald's that I went to the other day, and it's a shame, y'all, that's, that's the thing that y'all know about me and Terrell that's bad, I feel like. That we still frequent McDonald's every mm -hmm. year and then. Yeah. Not all the time, y'all, but that's my guilty pleasure. Fuck it, I'm going to Mickey's. And we call mm -hmm. it Mickey's. Yeah. Because y'all know, we growing up, we call it Mickey D's. Yeah. Um, which is funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dude in front of me was like, I need fresh fries only. Fresh fries only. I'm like, what the fuck type of thing is this? is fast food. Do you think he's getting ready to say, okay, hey, Cheryl. Fresh batch for Johnny out here. That's exactly what I said. All right, bet. You want fresh fries? Bet. This nigga's getting the next fries. I'm taking this in. I'm taking this shit, putting it in there. You know how they had the little joint? Uh -huh. <laughs> they fresh, bruh. 
Drive off. Bro, some people will try it in a bag. If it ain't good, they'll send it right back. If I worked at McDonald's, I'd be like, the percentage of him turning around and coming back is so low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, that's all I got. And that's all we got for season three. Episode one, man. 91 weeks. I can, we got eight more episodes until our 100th episode of the podcast, yes, which is going to be yes, crazy. Man. Yes, man. Uh, one thing that I did want to ask the listeners, for, the, for those who actually hit us up and give us feedback... Do y'all think we should change the look up a little bit? Maybe shoot in a different place, a different room, a different area? I always want to. Terrell, this guy here. I'm a fan of consistency. He's a fan of whatever. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. So I am trying to switch it up for y'all. I feel like a new room gives us a new vibe. We might be on the, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Episode 91, uh, season three, the Dennis Robin episode. Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos, Super Bowl champions next year. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs>